The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink. The perfect drink is a podcast that combines amazing cocktails with the kind of infinite wisdom that can only come from a lifetime of poor decisions. So take a journey with everybody's favorite bartender. We can make some drinks, have some laughs, and who knows, you might even learn a thing or two. See you soon. Well, everybody, it's old HRK here, uh, everybody's favorite bartender, and it is time for another episode of The Perfect Drink. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Dillinger Vodka. Dillinger Vodka is uh, locally made. It's handcrafted. It's gluten-free. It's smooth and fucking delicious. And you can get it in just about any bar or liquor store in the southwest suburbs of Chicago. So get yourself a bottle and uh, join the gang. Dillinger Vodka. Also brought to you by No Limit Creations. So look, No Limit Creations, uh, they made me this awesome shirt. The perfect drink on the back. It says everybody's favorite bartender. And um, here's the thing, man. I've ordered shirts online before, and uh, they just don't fit right. So, like, uh, you know, this is a family company, family run. And uh, I, I I reached out with an email, and I was like, look, I'm a big guy, but I'm not fat. You know, I said I, I buy these shirts, and, um, like, I get an XL, and it's too short in the sleeves, or it's like a halter top, or I get a double XL. And I look like a damn ice cream sandwich, you know. So, um, you know, it's hard out here for, for, for a guy with big shoulders and, um, you know, a great beard, you know, hung like a fucking Asian porn star. Like, it's tough to find a nice fitting shirt. And this girl emailed me back and she was like, I know exactly what you mean. I got I got a, the right. I got the right. You know, they they can pick from whatever. So she she picked the shirt out and then made the print. And it's awesome. It fits great. I look lean and mean as effing always and uh you know i don't know they're great so check them out they don't just do clothes they do signs they do like uh cornhole boxes and stuff all kinds of stuff you can find them on facebook at no limit creations by bse just check their page out like it and and you know you'll see stuff on there that you didn't even think you know it'll it'll make you realize you want something you don't even want much like when uh, a married girl comes into the bar and asks me for a cocktail um uh so i don't know yeah, uh, if you're watching the podcast and you're not a subscriber, I would say subscribe. There's a little thing down there somewhere on the screen that says subscribe. Guys who are real slick with like uh, technical, the technical aspect of podcasting will like, right when he says that, it'll pop up on the screen. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> that's not me. That is not me, fella. But um, you know, hey, if there's any Indian dudes out there, uh, if there's an Indian guy out there, dots, not feathers. Don't get it twisted. Dots. I'm talking about IT. If there's an Indian dude out there that doesn't have a lot going on, he wants to work for free and make this podcast a little more slick visually. I just spit visually and um, and um, audioly. I just made that word up. I think. Yeah, you know. Uh, give me, give me a, give me a holler. Uh, just don't, just don't, don't bring your lunch to work. Fucking Indian food. I, I I used to live across in college. I had an Indian dude that lived across the hall from me, <laughs> and every day, like five thirty or whatever, I'd get out of class. I didn't go to class. I'd get out of the bar and I'd come home and clean up and go back to the bar, and uh, or I'd get out of whatever. And I, I came home and I'd come up the stairs and I could just smell this dude's food. And I was just like, Jesus, man. I don't know. I, maybe it's delicious. I don't know, but. Indian dudes jizz has got 
to taste like fucking toe jam. I mean, it's just, so I don't know. But that said, I don't discriminate. Come work for free. Haj, Raji, Haji Baji. Come, come, come check out old HRK, fix up my podcast. And if we ever can make money, I promise I'll cut you in. Uh, probably just lost both my sponsors with those uh, racially derogatory uh, sentences. But, um, you know, they're just jokes. I love everybody. Everybody knows that. Okay, let's get into fucking ripping shots. Oh, also. Trying to clean up the language a little bit. So, you know, sorry. Sorry about that F word. Uh, you know, I don't know. We'll get into that later. Why? We'll get into the why in a little bit. For now, let's do ripping shots. For shot we're just going to rip some azunia tequila a state crafted anejo reserve uh it's smooth and delicious it's not uh, i mean it's 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 good tequila it's not like uh, it's not junk um so we're gonna we're gonna rip this shot we're gonna do these questions if i whoa almost poured it almost poured it in the wrong glass so look if this is your first time uh first time aboard the pain train um ripping shots is a segment where people email me questions and then I rip a shot, I read the questions, and I rip a shot at the end. We're going to do a little twist on it today where I ask like a poll question, and I'm going to read your answers. Um, mostly because I feel like people are just running out of shit to ask. I fucking answered everything. And then plus, I, you know, I don't know. I just think it's a little better. It's a little more interactive if I'm talking about what you said, I think. So plus, my opinion gets old after a while, much like my face. First shot down the hatch. And the question was that I asked you. It was, what's your most petty ick moment? Now, an ick moment is like when you're with a person, like you're dating them. Maybe you've been on a few dates, maybe you've been together for a while, but something happens. They do a thing and you never look at them the same way afterwards. And that like just kills the relationship. So, um, you know, so that was it. Uh, we got some runners up, you know, some runners up. Um, Shannon in Sterling Heights, Michigan <laughs> said, uh, said guy pissed on my wall my bed and my nightstand um <laughs> that's here's the thing that's not that petty like that's kind of a big deal i could understand depending on how far you are into a relationship that you know being not petty that's kind of like real but the thing is i don't know one guy that's never gotten shitty and like peed on something that wasn't a toilet in a in a drunken stupor i had a college roommate who would pee in the laundry <laughs> <laughs> there were two dudes they shared a room <laughs> and the one guy would pee in the laundry but he'd always pee in the other guy's laundry basket oh christ terrible uh, but it's just a thing guys do man you know guys get drunk and they pee that's just you know that's just the way it is uh sometimes i think i think we grow out of it eventually but yeah so you know that's uh that's shannon from sterling heights michigan and then haley from fort lauderdale florida Said uh, another P one, <laughs> a lot of a lot of P stories out there today. Said um, said I, I was painting my nails in the bathroom and a guy came in and asked to pee. I said okay, and he went over and sat down and peed. 
look, I, maybe he was just like being courteous. Like, I, I, I there's, I can't figure out a way to, to justify this man's actions. Uh, but breaking up with him was the right play. Uh, you should have probably uh, made him cook your dinner first and vacuum or something, but yeah, that guy's got to go. Um, with that, those are the runners up. I got a peace story and I feel like uh, this is a perfect time to tell it. We're not drinking, drinking Michelob Ultras today to stay lean and mean along with, uh, with the cocktail we'll be making here in a little bit. But um, when I was like, it was probably like my first year out of college um, and I was dating this girl and uh, <laughs> I, I, like, I had like an 18 month run in my life where I played video games. I make fun of dudes that play video games like up and down. But uh, when I was like 22 or something, you know, I had like a little video game phase. One night I drunk as 10 Indians, feathers, not dots. Uh, I woke up and just peed all over my PlayStation. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I was hammered. And I just peed all over my PlayStation. My girlfriend yelled at me. I woke up out of my sleep and went back to bed and dealt with it the next day. Like men will do. But so the next day I take it to Walmart and I'm just like, because Walmart will exchange anything. They don't give a shit. So I was just like, oh, this is weird. It's just quit working. I don't know, bro. And he's like, yeah, it's all right. Just, it looks, you know, he looked at it. All the parts were there. He's like, just go grab a new one. And I said, here's the thing, bud. I got a game in there that won't come out. Like it won't eject because the power won't turn on. I think you can help me. <laughs> so this fucking nerd, this freaking nerd at Walmart gets like his toolkit out. <laughs> and like pries it open and like reaches his hand in there <laughs> and pulls the game out. And he's like, oh, it's a little wet. Maybe, maybe somebody spilled something. I said, oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. I said, you know, I don't know. And uh, <laughs> so so it's like you know it's all wet and he just rubs it all over it's like his, his smock <laughs> before he gives it back to me and he just you know i don't know my piss just got my head just walked around that day just probably going like i wonder what the hell that smell is but yeah that was my pee homeboy sorry uh a little not mo not not too sorry those are the runners up let's get into the real uh let's get into the real the real mccoy here uh ashley from mokina it's it's my girlfriend she replied first and um you know it, she said let me let me read it first she said a guy i went to an easter party with a guy i was dating and he kissed his dad on the lips i couldn't date him after that um <laughs> my girlfriend walks a fine line between being super supportive and loving to tell me about her ex-boyfriends. So, you know, this is just another example of that. Honey, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, good one. Kiss on the lips. That's that's legit. Karen from Ellendale, Delaware says, he spit in my mouth during an amazing romp in the hay. Well, first of all, Karen, it's called a roll in the hay, not a romp in the hay. And uh, second of all, if I can picture anyone, in, if I had to picture a girl that would be offended by getting her mouth spat in during like um, an amazing roll in the hay, her name would be Karen and she would live in Delaware. Um, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like that's fun. I, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like you got to loosen up. You got to, you know, broaden your horizons a little bit. Get, get you know, a little freakiness. Every Karen in the world probably should have her mouth spat in during intercourse, um, you know, because then maybe, maybe you'll stop acting like such fucking Karens. Uh, Jamie from Richmond, Virginia. <laughs> I like this one. And Jamie said, he whispered in my ear and, and I'm going to whisper it <laughs> for, for the effect. He whispered in my ear. 
I want to have sex with you. <laughs> Every girl watch, he whispered in my ear, I want to have sex with you. Every girl watching the show right now just had an ick moment with me. Um, so <laughs> I hope you tune back in. But yeah, that's terrible. Um, I, I did an episode on Dirty Talk. Tell them to watch the episode. You know, tell them, it's called uh, it's called BDSM Mania. He needs to watch that. Guy, you need to step your dirty talk up, player. You know, I want to have sex with you. I feel like that's some shit I'd say on the bus in like seventh grade. You know, dumb. Step it up, player. Uh, Tank Nicole from Joliet, Illinois, says, uh, guy kept bragging about being a semi-pro pickleball player. <laughs> Listen, if you're a semi-pro anything, all that means is that you're an amateur. I could go join a semi-pro football team right now. I've got two bad shoulders and can barely fucking walk. I could go join a semi-pro football team. Uh, you don't get paid, and you're just a – like anyone who plays park league softball is a semi-pro softball player. It's the dumbest. If you're going to brag about being a semi-pro – brag about being a semi-pro baseball player, at least like you play in a real stadium and have like nice jerseys. That guy's a dork, and you did the right thing. Um, last one, and this is the best one, and it's not the most like provocative – but it's the most petty and it's the best example of what I was looking for when I, when I put the poll out, Tina from Morris, Illinois says, uh, guy had the same name as my brother and I just couldn't get over it. That's a, that's a, that's exactly what a petty ick moment is. It's like a real, like, you know, it's just a real subtle thing. It's not that big of a deal, but for some reason it bothers you. Um, and with that, you know, that kind of reminds me, of my uh, of my ick moment, um, so so I'm going to tell you a story about about old HRK's ick moment while we mix up this cocktail. We're going to start with a shaker. We're going to put some ice in it. Now there is a cocktail on the earth called Old Pal, the Old Pal. I didn't have the ingredients for an Old Pal, but I had some ingredients that were close, and. Uh, I made a couple yesterday and they were real good. So we're just going to, we're going to, we're going to make a, a spinoff of the old pal. I know what you're thinking. HRK, what the hell does a Nick moment have to do with an old pal? Well, I'm going to tell you while we mix this up. First thing you're going to do is you're going to take uh, one ounce of bullet bourbon. You're going to pour that in your, uh, I'll just, I'm just going to pour count. You're going to go an ounce of uh, extra dry vermouth. And then we're going to use this Pim's liqueur that we used last week that, that I don't even know what it is, but I'm trying to get rid of it. And I'll tell you what, it's kind of fun to add into some, I've, I, I've had success with it. I'm two for two. Um, so some Pim's liqueur, we're going to, we're going to throw that in there. We're going to need a name for this drink, put a little more, we're going to, a little more bourbon too. I mean, come on. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be a, wouldn't be a, wouldn't be an episode of the perfect drink if we didn't go a little heavy on the good stuff. So, so an old pal, so look, <laughs> we're going to call this uh well, let me tell my story first. You got it in the shaker. You got ice. You're going to shake vigorously. Just shake it till you feel the shaker get like cold to the touch. And then you're just going to pop that top off and pour it right in your martini glass. So look, man. Um, I used to date this girl. Uh, and she was wonderful, man. Uh, much like every girl, every girl I date is, you know a stone cold Fox, everyone. I don't know why they like me, but they do. And I appreciate it. This girl was no exception. Oh, I didn't rip my second shot yet. I've always forget. I had, I even wrote it down this time and I forgot. Let me rip this second shot of tequila. So I dated this girl. She was a nurse. 
She was wonderful, big fake rack, tight body, you know, pretty. She was a nurse, so, you know, she went to work three days a week and bitched about it the other four, but she had a job, um, you know, and uh, she, she was great. One time we were, we were having the sex and she just made this face <laughs> and I don't know, you know, I don't know if it was real or if it just was a thing in my head, if I got triggered or what, she made this face and it reminded me of this dude I went to like middle school and junior high with. Maybe we'll call this drink dude from middle school. You know, we're going to call it dude from middle school. Here it is. It's beautiful. You can garnish it with like an orange or something if you want, orange peel rather, but uh you know, you know, I, I think garnishes are dumb. Oh man, it's good. So, so let me get down. Let me get close for this. So she, uh, so she made this face, and it looked like it looked like this dude I went to middle school with. Um, and I just couldn't. Ever since then, every time I looked at her, I pictured this Kurt Cooper. I pictured Kurt Cooper every time. I saw this girl and she was, a, she was, you know, I mean, she was as good as any girl, you know, a, a, a dude can meet, you know, whatever. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't make it work after that. Um, funny story about fucking Kurt Cooper. <laughs> Kurt Cooper's, he's been, so he's been kind of a buddy of mine ever since. I got fake engaged once so that I could get, I, I, I love going to Nashville. It's my favorite place. So I got fake engaged once um, to try to get my buddies. I thought my, I'm, I'm going to tell my buddies we're going to have a bachelor party for me. I was dating this girl for like a short period of time. And I got fake engaged, told my buddies I was engaged, said, we're going to Nashville for my, my bachelor party. Well, um, long story short, they found out the engagement was fake. My thought was, well, obviously, we're not going to tell your fucking wives. We're just going to go have an awesome time. These guys were like mad at me. I thought it was one of the, I thought it was one of the slickest things I've ever done. I thought my plan was when we got to Nashville, I was just going to tell them like, Hey, I'm not really engaged. We're just partying all weekend. So you're welcome. And when we get back, you know, whatever, I don't, I don't care how you, how you, how we get through this, but let's, you know, they were mad at me. And Kurt in particular was like furious, dude. And like, and then, like, we, we kind of just, you know, life happened. We didn't, we only got together a few times a year. This is, like, my oldest group of friends from, like, fourth grade. We only got together a few times a year anyways. But after that, we kind of just didn't talk as much, you know. And uh, But there's still, like, an email chain. And we'd, we'd, like, every now and then, I'd, you know, get updates or whatever. And I'm on Instagram, and I see Kurt has a daughter. <laughs> I'm like, you have a daughter? What the fuck, dude? How come nobody told me about this? And he said, and then he made a comment about my fake engagement. And I was like, oh, God, bro, fucking lighten up, man. But, um, you know, yeah, uh, Kurt, Kurt was not happy about my fake engagement. Uh, but maybe this drink will smooth things over. Kurt, if you're watching, buy the ingredients, make one, shake it, pour it, and, uh, you know, drink it down. Here's to you, buddy. Miss you. I think about you every day. Um, but we're talking about ick moments. So here's the thing, man. Here's the thing about Nick moments. Um, the, the, the point of a Nick moment is that it's supposed to be a thing that might not otherwise bother you, but for some reason it does, right? Um, like I got some answers. <laughs> like one girl was like, I watched him eat a piece of skin off his toe. Like that's not a Nick moment. That's disgusting. You know what I mean? Like that's gross. That's, 
you know, that's not an ick. That's not a real ick moment. Um, you know, an ick moment is like, um, it's like something that you would normally talk. Here's the thing, man. Think about the shit. Think about the person that you love if you're in a relationship. Think about the dumb shit you tolerate with that person. If my girlfriend's like in the bathroom, I could go in there and like poo. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't. That's not, a, that's, not, that's not our dynamic. But my point is if I did, she'd just be like, you are so gross and such an idiot. But she wouldn't break up with me, you know. Um, I've got these ridiculous SpongeBob pajama pants, you know. And I'll like go out and get, I'll put them on. And like put on my cowboy boots over them and like a coat and go out and get the mail and come back in in the morning and be like, I got the mail. Point is like, if a girl, if a girl that I was seeing saw me in cowboy boots and SpongeBob pants, she might be like, I can't with this guy anymore. Um, so what I'm saying is what makes an ick moment an ick moment to me is that subconsciously you just don't really like this guy that much. You know what I'm saying? I mean, or, or girl, whatever, or guys get them too. You know, I got one, but my point is like, that's not the person for you because when it is the person for you, <laughs> you know, they could, they could take a dump while you're in the bathtub and it's not a Nick moment. You roll your eyes and laugh. And you know what I mean? Like some of the dumb shit that I do, like, and, and my girlfriend, that God, I love you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so my point is, if you're seeing someone and you're, you know, it's new and he or she is great on paper, but something happens and you have an ick moment, all it means is subconsciously, that's just not the person that you're into. You know what I mean? Because if you're into them, they could, you know, they could do whatever they, they could certainly spit in your mouth while you're having sex. Karen from Delaware, fucking grow up. Um, so, you know, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's old HRK's advice to you today. Uh, as we ring in the new year, um, you know, if you have a Nick moment, it means that that person's not for you. Don't waste any more time, no matter how great they are on paper, because all you got to do is think about all the times in your life. Someone's been way more annoying or disgusting or whatever, and you've let it ride because you love the person. So, you know, uh, cheers to uh, Kurt Cooper, handsome devil. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you got a Nick moment. Cut, cut, cut your losses, you know? Uh, so with that, like I said, it's New Year's Eve episode. We got, uh, it's New Year's Eve. I'm going to try to get this uploaded today, at least to, um, at least to YouTube. I'm going to get back. I'm going to get back going hard on Spotify and iTunes. I kind of went away from that because I had some, some laptop issues, but, um, but another reason I'm going to get back on that and the reason that I said I'm trying to reel in the F-bombs is because uh, I'm I, I'm teaming up with some super talented comedians and podcasters and content creators and DJs uh, who are starting this internet radio station. Um, and the Perfect Drink is going to be a part of that. So um, that's super exciting. I'll get details out there as we get a little closer. It's still a few weeks out before like the first, you know, before they like air. But um, so that's exciting. And then another, you know, another little thing I got on the horizon. Let me take one more drink of this. I can't not finish the drink during the podcast or I feel like a failure. If I made the best podcast ever and forgot to finish the drink, I would redo the effing podcast. But um, the other thing is, look, a year ago, I literally a year ago, almost to the day, 
we put out the first episode of Two Guys in Tequila, which was, you know, the, 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 the kind of the original, you know, thing we got going. It was my first podcast uh, with, with, with old GSJ, my best pal, who I'm going to be hanging out with tonight, hopefully. Um, so we, we did the first episode. And on that episode, we talked about resolutions. And one of my resolutions was I want to do comedy this year, like stand-up comedy, you know. It's a thing that I've thought about for a long time. I always, you know, I feel like I'm a funny guy, but I never got around to it. Well, then this is the shittiest year in the world to like decide to, you know, do stand up because it's just not much going. But here we are. And on January 13th, I got uh, a spot on a, on a, on a show. I guess that's called a showcase is what I was told by a real comedian. You know, I'm not, I don't think you're a real comedian until you like get paid to do comedy, but at least till you do one, you got to get one under your belt. So, um, It'll be the first time I've ever done stand-up, and it's not an open mic, so, you know, it's a big deal. I get eight minutes, um, and I feel like I've got some good stuff down, so I think it'll be great. Uh, you can message me for um, for details on that, and, uh, you know, I'd love to get a nice showing, um, because I feel like if people know you, they'll give you some sympathy laughs. <laughs> so even if I suck, you know, but there'll be, like, some legit, like, real, like, a, I'm, I'll be the only person there that's not a real comedian, you know what I mean? And I feel like I'm going to be good, so, you know, let's do it. Uh, other than that, man, I don't know. I guess that's it. I got to finish this drink. So just give me one second. Let's call for alcohol. Last call for alcohol. Um, you know, it's last call. So in summation, if your name is Karen, have someone spit in your mouth. If you have an ick moment, it means you don't like the person. And if you're not doing anything on January 13th, come watch your boy, old HRK, everybody's favorite bartender. Watch him morph into everyone's favorite comedian. Have a good new year. And remember, starting tomorrow, nothing will be different. You guys are the best. Love you.